Decent break. I haven't been very good at uh, keeping up with recording podcasts on Sundays because my Sundays have been terribly busy and it's just been a weird, I think I talked about it in my last podcast, but it's been a weird few weeks in general. A lot of weird stuff happening. So that is the reason for me recording this on Wednesday. Also, I was waiting for Kanye's album to drop on the 25th. Didn't drop. So I'm a little salty about that because I was planning on doing one on the 25th, listening to it like 15 times, and then just doing like a first first glance review over Yandi, which might not ever come out. Um, it might not ever come out. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know, but Kanye has been in the news a little bit, and I'm just going to start off talking about some of the things, actually just one of the things that he's been kind of grilled for in the last few days. Uh, Also, yeah, I'm not going over shows in Columbus this week because it's Wednesday. There's not that many shows. It starts, I think it starts to slow down a little bit. But I might I might keep doing that. I might not keep doing that. I don't know. It's kind of a it's kind of a only certain people really care about that. But <clears throat> I really don't know. I might keep doing it. We'll see. Anyway, all right. So yeah, Kanye. Um, Kanye was in the news. Long story short, Kanye and Kim Kardashian getting getting straight clowned on social media, dude. They Long story short, Kim put a video of them boarding a 747 and they're the only people on it and and a trainer and a personal trainer. They're the only people on a 747 that can hold, I think, over 600 people, 600, 700 people. And they're the only people on it. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I think it's a power move. I think it's hilarious. But on the other side of it, it's extremely wasteful. And I mean, private planes are in my, I mean, planes are bad enough. Private planes also kind of, I feel like pretty bad for the environment. It's kind of wasteful just to be, you know, taking a, a plane just yourself or maybe a couple people. Anyway, so yeah, Kim takes this video. People get pissed. People are irate. Ugh, excuse me. Apparently, Adidas gave Kanye the plane for the night or maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. Apparently, Adidas gave them the plane, gave them the ride, something. Uh I really don't know. That's kind of it's kind of strange, but again, as I've talked about in other podcasts, our our outrage culture went crazy on this, right? So people are posting pictures of the 747, and they're like, "Oh, you know, no big deal. Just just uh, 
you know, probably a couple million dollars to take this plane, although apparently Adidas paid for it. You know, oh, think about how much CO2 you just put into the atmosphere. I mean, people are saying, like, I don't really know the, I don't know the exact effect of that. But, uh, yeah, the carbon footprint, I agree to a certain extent. But also, people got to chill, dude. People got to relax on this shit. Like, it's Kanye, so I'm going to be biased about it. But it's like, Jesus, you guys got to relax. The the second that somebody does something, like someone relatively famous, people lose their minds, dude. It's like, I talked about this a few weeks ago when Kim and Kanye were giving out Yeezys in like a third world country. I don't know where it was, like Bangladesh or I don't, I don't think that's even a country. I don't know. Is Bangladesh a country? Bangladesh. I'm about to look this up. I don't think it is. It might be a city. The people, it's a people's Republic. Okay. Yeah. Bangladesh is a country in South Africa. I don't know where they were doing that actually now that I say that, but yeah, they were given out for Yeezys and people were like, Oh, why didn't you give them bottles of water? Like <sighs> relax, dude. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So people are like, we're out here using, you know, reusable plastic bags and reusable water bottles and shit and kim and kanye are taking private 747s <coughs> which again which again uh there's some merit to that but i don't think that just being like so pissed on instagram and putting a picture of a plane on your instagram and then putting going on a big rant about how environmentally conscious you are i don't think that I don't think that's the best, I don't think that's the best way to handle it, but again, yeah, kind of, kind of shitty, but also a giant power move, and they have the money, I mean, if I had the money, and I was clout chasing, I'd be, uh, I'd probably be trying to get on that too, so who knows, honestly, so anyway, that's the, I'm pretty sure that's all I have to say about Kanye, yeah, I don't know when he's dropping that album, I'm pretty salty about it. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm kind of getting, I'm, I'm frustrated, but as uh, I had a conversation with one of my friends, Keith Sanders, uh, and yeah, I mean, we got spoiled. 2018, Kanye, we definitely got spoiled with, with Kids See Ghosts and with Ye and you know all of the other work that he did with Pusha T and stuff like that so I mean we got we got spoiled but also don't and I told Keith don't just don't release the album don't don't talk about the album release date until the album's done like I don't know how hard that would be to just like okay the album's not done we're not even thinking about when we're gonna drop it we're just and I agree, you have to look ahead, but personal, set personal goals. Okay, hopefully it's done by this date, and then hopefully we can we can release the, the drop date. And it's like you can't set a you can't set a drop date and then push it back a month and then just not mention it and not drop it. It's like, are you kidding me? It's I I don't it kinda sucks. Anyway, it is what it is. Um um I'm a little mad about it, but it's not a big deal. 
all right, moving on to some other interesting news that has actually been pretty pretty big news. I think this actually this happened on Monday. Uh Monday night or Monday during the day. I really I don't know. Dude, maybe that Yeah, last Monday, I think. I'm not sure. Today's the 28th. So, ah, dude, I can't do this math right now. It was either last Monday or last Tuesday or it was definitely Monday. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Takashi 69 platinum selling rapper was indicted yeah, Monday in federal court on numerous charges that include alleged involvement in shootings, armed robbery, and drug trafficking. Uh, there is, I forget what, the, I forget what it's called. It's called something, oh, racketeering. I'm pretty sure racketeering, I'm going to look this up so I don't make a fool of myself, but I'm pretty sure that's where you can get someone in trouble as a result of their association with other people who are doing illegal things, right? So it was, I think, designed to take down like mobs, right? So they could take down the head guy, even though he might not have directly killed somebody, they can bring him down because he's organizing people responsible for it. I really don't know. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I looked it up. It said dishonest and fraudulent business dealings. I don't think that's the definition we're looking for. I really don't know. Uh, I think they're like, I also think racketeering is, um, kind of geared towards certain crimes. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I think, uh, I think it's, it's more for like illegal businesses and illegal operations, kind of organized operations. I'm not sure, but yeah, it was, I mean, armed robbery, shootings, drug trafficking, pretty serious, uh, pretty serious offenses, but yeah, Takashi 69, 26, no, 22, I mean, uh, what I meant to say, he has six counts against, uh, <coughs> against, um, Daniel Hernandez, which is actually six nines real name. Um, but yeah, anyway, if he's convicted, uh, the punishment could range from three years to a life sentence. I think money talks. I don't think that he, I think he'll serve the minimum time, maybe less, who knows. Um, but I mean, even three years, I don't know if that's the minimum. I don't know if three years is the minimum, but if it is, I, I would bet a lot of money that it, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, the, the minimum time. I don't really know. It's, it's weird, dude. He's got, he's had a lot of, um, He's had a lot of pr trouble with the law. I've talked about it. He just got, he was just put on probation after the whole sexual thing with the 13 year old in the video. Oh, wow. I did not know that an adult man had sex with 
oh in the video wow okay so i guess i'm a guy was having sex with this 13 year old in the video i didn't know that i know that i don't know if i did know that but i know that she was involved sexually and uh i guess that guy who had sex with her obviously went to jail as as he should that's pretty strange um yeah but yeah another 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 legal issue for this guy it it would be hard dude if you're already in a gang then you blow up and you're kind of still part of the gang uh but yeah apparently six nine says he he's only he he's only scared of two things god and the fbi <laughs> which is fair but that's ass that he he's going to prison dude that's just I mean, but when he gets out of prison, if he's still making music, he might he might hibernate after prison. Maybe I doubt that, but if he's making music, it might be good. He might he might have some might go a little harder or something if he's in <coughs> a state pen or something like that. I don't know. Might change him. Might change his music. Who knows? It'll be interesting to see. No doubt about that. All right, so yeah, also, all right, no, I'm done talking about that. I don't care. Uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, Earl Sweatshirt, again, another shout out to, to Keith Sanders. He loves Earl for some reason. Uh, he releases The Mint, quote unquote, um, and he plans to drop some rap songs, quote unquote, album this month, which is interesting. It's weird. He calls himself a surviving child star uh, in a press release when he announced the new album supposed to come out on November 30th um, you know it's it's one of those things he he's 24 he keeps kind of evolving and kind of pushing himself a little bit I don't listen I don't listen to his music that much uh but you know i i have seen for the from the little that i've listened to i think that he's shown some growth and some maturity along the way and he's kind of i think he's growing and he's reflecting on his work and he's kind of mirroring that with the music that he's making i don't know he he's an interesting guy i don't i don't know but yeah so so uh some rap songs this album supposed to drop on the 30th 15 track album uh yeah just kind of kind of interesting like i said he uh he's really made kind of a prominent st statement more or less uh on the mint which features i think navy blue yeah navy blue uh you know, it's got a piano loop. It's kind of, he, he, he's got, I mean, nobody can deny that he's got this weird, like just dragging, like dripping, like flow where he's, he's talking and, uh, he's talking about things that are just that a lot of people don't and the, his style of rapping and everything like that. Uh, it's very interesting, but I'm excited. I honestly am. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Honestly, I think that he, 
was hit pretty hard with the Mac Miller stuff. Uh, you know, it was, he, they, they collabed for a long time. I think they were relatively close friends. Uh, you know, and I think he, I think he, some of that will be reflected on, uh, this upcoming album, which will be interesting. I'm, I'm definitely excited for it, but I mean, like I said, I don't listen to that much Earl. I am not, I'm not going to lose my mind over it probably, but Either way, it is what it is. Uh, sorry, I'm super distracted with this shit right now. All right, moving on, moving on. Tyler, Tyler the Creator, uh, another another artist that I don't really, I don't really listen to that much, but definitely interesting. Uh, so yeah, so Tyler the Creator left, or he dropped flower boy in 2017 and he kind of bounced back a little bit (coughs) towards the end of um this year you know i don't know how long ago it was definitely a couple weeks ago but he he released he released kind of uh an inspired project uh six songs and and it, it was based around the Dr. Seuss, the Grinch type of thing. Um, but yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of interesting. Like Christmas rap, the idea of it, you know, it's some people say that when I've read from other people talking about it, that it's kind of some bonus songs from Flower Boy. Uh, it's kind of strange. He's got some weird, got some weird lines in it. <sighs> but uh it's definitely nice it's definitely nice if you get a chance yeah listen to it it's it's definitely christmas theme grinch inspired type stuff it's it's very interesting very weird all right moving on uh to meek mill who i don't talk about ever but uh yeah so he announced his i think this happened on monday this past monday uh, like a week after the whole six nine stuff started happening, I believe. Yeah, Meek Mill announced his uh, motivational quote unquote uh, post prison tour. This first tour since he got out of prison, uh, celebrating with a new album, Championships, uh, and he's heading out on the motivation tour, I guess. Which, yeah, it's kind of motivation tour. Okay. Uh, whatever <laughs> don't really like it doesn't the the name doesn't like draw me in but it's not a big deal uh yeah so it's supposed to kick off in february of 2019 running through late march uh he's obviously gonna go to philly obviously he'll be in philadelphia uh, i think he's hitting maybe a dozen other cities, maybe 20 other cities, something like that. Uh, nobody, I don't know if people will remember this or not, but he was released from prison earlier this year. And I'm pretty sure like the day he got released, I could be wrong about this. I could be just making this up, honestly, but I'm pretty sure he went to a Sixers game, a 76ers game and, and rang the bell before the game. I don't know if that's true. I kind of remember watching that game and seeing that, but he yeah he's released a couple singles from the album uh it's supposed to drop on friday 
So yeah, and it'll be his first uh, first full length album since 2017, which was I'm trying to think wins and losses. Is that in 2017? I don't know. I need somebody else in my studio, aka my my room, to to fact check me on the stuff that I pretend that I know. I'm pretty sure it was wins and losses. I'm not gonna look it up, but we're just gonna say that it was on there. Uh, yeah, and he he uh, he featured with some he collabed with uh, Cardi for this album. I guess I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but allegedly, which I think is probably a good move. Cardi B is kind of in the limelight. Meek Mill definitely still gets clout, but not super, not super well known. Like current, what is he up to? Definitely everybody knows Meek Mill, but I don't think people are keeping up with his stuff. Uh, Yeah, and then obviously... He's pushing for prison reform, which is just like, come on, dog. I, again, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I appreciate the fact that people, famous people use their platform to promote, promote things that they care about. And I appreciate the fact that Meek Mill is focusing on prison justice reform which is definitely, we definitely have a problem with that in the United States, obviously. But come on, guy. You can't, you can't go to prison, get out, and then be preaching about prison reform and writing, right? getting published by the New York Times about his, he announces his new criminal justice reform organization. Come on, dog. You're better than that. You're actually better than that. It's, it's, it's just annoying to me. Like you don't get out of prison early 2018 and then get published in New York Times late 2018 with, with some, some organization about prison reform. It's, Come on, dog. Definitely a problem. Don't get me wrong. Put it in the hands of someone who is, is knows what they're doing, please. Because I understand you have the power to do it, but you just you gotta you gotta relax, dude. It's a it's a bad look. That's all there is to it. Uh, and he is quoted saying, or he writing, I guess, <coughs> quote. A higher power has put me in a position to help fix this, to help clean up this persistent stain on our society. <sighs> Come on, dog. Come on. You got to be better than that. I'm sorry. <sighs> anyway, anyway, I'm going to move on, but uh, go and read his article if you want to. It's not it's just a it's it's a no for me dog but anyway uh i just ran across his tour dates for his upcoming <coughs> quote unquote motivation tour again okay before i talk about this not trying to hate on meek mill no no like b- bad no bad like 
feelings towards him or like i'm not judging him like i think it's cool again that he's using his platform because i feel like this is the type of stuff that would come up later like on in the one in one million chance that meek mill ever listens to this podcast like he'd be he'd be coming down here and trying to be trying to scrap with me so i i don't care i don't care about i really don't care but i just i'm just like you're better than that like come on you just got out of prison and now you're like you're like really pushing for this and your tour is like motivation tour. It's just, all right, you're getting bored of making music. You want to leave a positive mark on society instead of being that rapper who from Philly, who went to prison, you want to have, you know, put it on your resume and your tombstone. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's really passionate about, prison reform definitely a problem like i said and i respect the fact that he's he's going after it so whatever it is what it is uh yeah to, uh I, like i said i just ran across his tour dates i'm um, just briefing the list miami dallas houston phoenix la san fran denver chicago detroit new york philly washington dc north carolina and, and ATL to close it. Where's Columbus, man? Where's Columbus? Columbus is a big city. You'd sell out. You'd sell out the. You'd probably sell out the Schottenstein. We'd. I'd. I'd buy tickets. For real. Whatever though, dude. He's ending it with Atlanta. That's. It's a dirty move. It's nice though. Uh. All right. That's all the news that I have. Let me check the time. 25 minutes um what was i even going to talk about oh yeah i'll kind of close with this because it's kind of just interesting to talk about uh yeah so i went to a louis the child concert last monday actually pretty interesting concert um f for those of you who haven't heard of louis the child they got a couple they got a couple bigger hits um I think it's strange and probably better not are some of their more recent popular tracks. It was a good concert though. It's for the uh yeah, for people who don't know the music. It's kind of I'm going to say like heavy house or like synth house or something I don't know. I'm about to look this up because I'm curious what, what their type of music is. Uh, who am I talking about? Louis the Child. Louis the Child. I'm looking this up right now. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting concert. They have a great... Uh, they have a great light show. They have... They make good music. Um, I thought live, they could have done better. Uh, you know, some of the, they, they didn't, they did a good job. Like, I'm not saying they didn't, I love the concert, <coughs> but it was kind of weird. The setup that, uh, the setup that they had was kind of a little bit odd. Um, cause they're facing each other. It's two guys. They're facing each other there's there there's like a weird kind of like glowing crown in front of them so you can't really see them 
they did interact with the crowd a little bit. Um, not too much, but okay. So it's all right. So the genre is described as electronic future bass. Not really how I would, not really how I would describe them, but I mean, uh, that's fair. But yeah, they played a lot of house music. It was just kind of, there were times, there were lulls for sure where they would just kind of bounce on these, on these nice beats. Don't get me wrong. Nice beats. Definitely, definitely as far as an electronic feel, uh, definitely nice like i'm not gonna lie it was the the bass hit heavy you could feel it and in, like inside your chest i mean people were definitely amped was it a rave no no it wasn't uh on wiki it says they're they're influenced by flume and porter robinson wow that's that's interesting uh yeah, there were times where it lulled and it was just kind of like house music. There was a mic air at some point. They had a feature and he was singing and the mic the mic was not picking up. It wasn't even on, I don't think, and he didn't realize it. So that was a little bit weird. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Like I said, really nice light shows, but it wasn't bound like it wasn't bouncing some of the some of the tracks were a little bit slower like honestly like one 105 110 tops so they weren't really like it wasn't a rave so don't go there expecting a rave there were definitely times where like we were moshing towards the back but again I mean, com I compare it to Travis, a Travis Scott type situation where the music could go either way, probably. And I saw Travis Scott a few years ago, so it's definitely different. But Travis Scott was like on the stage and he was like, listen, he's like, I'm pretty sure he stopped the music. And he was like, on the, like the, this next song, I want to see you guys like get dirty. Like, I want to see you guys mosh hard and people did and it was out of control and louis could have done that they could have done that but they didn't and they have the, they have certain tracks that could that build and build and build and build the whole song and then it drops and like it's in the lights like in the heavy heavy bass and it's like that like we could have been raging but it was just wasn't a whole lot of interaction so i don't know it was it was definitely a nice concert. The venue, it was at Bluestone in Columbus. The venue was small, which was cool, which was really cool, which I think made obviously the the low end sound a lot better. Um, acoustically, it was at a church. It's at an old, Bluestone is like an old refurbished church. Um, so it was a weird vibe in there. Just it being like an old church it was pretty small. It couldn't have hold, it couldn't have held more than 1500, 2000 people. That's my guess. I don't know. I'm about to look this up because it's bluestone max bluestone Columbus. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it couldn't have held more than more than 1500 people or something. I don't think I'm going to be able to, uh, can I type in like bluestone capacity? Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many it held. It couldn't have been more than because I know Newport Music Hall is like two thousand, and it was definitely smaller than that. It felt smaller. I don't know. It was a relatively small, um, small venue though, which was cool. But I think that really, for for performers, that's an opportunity for them to actually get like to to interact somewhat intimately with their crowd just because it's not at an arena it's not at a bigger venue where you have 8 10 12,000 people even more than that even <coughs> where it's hard to to really interact but i mean they could have they could have gotten it like very like hyped but they didn't so i mean that's my only that's really my only yeah just a drawn out house and and the crowd interaction maybe um they encored with better not which was dope um yeah again i think they could have done some stuff on stage too like i look at like um john bellion ajr uh, groups like that who kind of have an electronic feel but they'll they with that type of music they have the freedom to you know either produce something on stage they could do some back and forth with the two i don't know they could do a lot and they have a cool light setup so they could really have some cool visuals in the back with that kind of they kind of bounce around with you know the the two up there um interacting with the with the screen or something i don't know it could have used it could have used something for sure but i mean like i said it was a good concert i would give it and it's weird because uh, i'm just i automatically compare it to other concerts but i would give it like a seven for for that night i would give it a seven and that there's a lot of factors in that too the crowd you know the type of night that it is uh you know who you're who you're next to that where you're at that type of stuff uh but yeah it was it was cool it was definitely a cool concert um i would recommend going to see them if you can i definitely would recommend it they were they were they were pretty talented <sighs> so that's all i have to say about that um definitely go with friends though because uh I saw some people there and they were definitely on some stuff, but they were just kind of lost. And with the, with the house music, you just kind of get bounced around and it didn't look like, I mean, they were like all nasty and sweaty and they were by themselves and they were just clearly on a different weirder level. So I don't know, do whatever you want to do. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I think that's about it. That's all I really wanted to talk about. Uh, I apologize for the late cast. Hopefully we'll get back on schedule at some point. Probably not going to be on a super tight schedule over Christmas break. But hopefully um, I'll be able to do some stuff in between there. I might, I might even record. I might do album reviews of some older albums. Record them and then kind of release them periodically throughout Christmas break. Because I might be back in Dayton for that time but I really don't know anyway uh yeah so that's it thank you guys for listening uh, hopefully next podcast I'll have some wrap-up music here where it just slowly starts to fade in 
um so it's not so weird when I like cut myself out but yeah definitely work on that I don't know might uh might work on that I don't know it's kind of it's kind of weird working on music if it's for your own stuff it's kind of hard to focus on it but if you're doing it for someone else and getting paid to do it it's a different story so it's really hard to focus on music production or even sound bit production like independently but i'll get around to it for sure so anyway uh yeah thank you guys all for listening this wraps up episode nine um it's been i think the last few have been cool they've been a little bit more relaxed i kind of like not talking about the shows as much because it just takes up a big chunk of time and some people a lot of people don't care about it but I don't know. I really don't know. We'll feel it out and uh, we'll see you guys for episode 10. Thanks. Bye.